Colin Farrell is looking at his in the mirror. Do you think I should shave it? He asks me. Worry reigning over that accent I love so much. He runs a hand down his His is the perfect thickness for me. I come up behind him, kiss his and pull him away. Hi, I'm Bim. And I'm Nicole. And welcome to Thursday Kit. Today we are talking about Mr. Colin Farrell. Ugh. Ireland is where today's thirst object comes from. Yes, yes, that's right. And we bless the great Irish generosity that has gifted him <laughs> to us. Love him. You know what else is Irish and good, Nicole? You know what? Guinness. Hmm, that's not my ministry, but I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. I enjoy a nice cold cannon. Mm, oh, yeah, all right. That's, yeah. that's proper Irish. That's yeah. some good shit as I well. I like that, yeah. Yeah, Colin. We're going to talk about his career, his evolution from bad boy to family man and everything else under the sun. That's true. Uh, Starting, of course, with his incredible eyebrows. Oh, my gosh. I mean, (laughs) two sexy caterpillars sitting on his face. Real nice. There's a special guest joining us today, writer and supreme Colin Farrell stan, Kendra James. Yes, Kendra. We also have a Thirst Sommelier voicemail from a listener looking for something a little Brody shaped. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm very, very, very excited because we have a very special guest on today's episode in the form of a, uh, a Colin Farrell expert. Mm, yes. <laughs> Kendra James. Yes, Kendra. Hi, Kendra. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk Colin Farrell. Oh. It's 9 a.m. I feel like it's a prime time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone who doesn't know, Kendra is a writer and an editor for Shondaland.com. And it's very important that you should know that she is also very into fanfic, um, which makes her a friend of ours immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as Kendra can tell, she is the author of the Soul Carmen San Diego slash Danny Ocean smutfic on the internet. Yes, I am. So, Written sometime <laughs> in high school. You know what? You didn't even have to give us a date stamp. I believe even if you wrote it yesterday, I would very much be into it. So I'm I'm great. Uh, after the show, though, you must send us the link because I definitely yeah, want we, to read it. We this. have to read that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. We are so excited to talk to you because you have a good knowledge of Mr. Farrell, don't you? Uh, yeah, it dates back to about 2001. That was when I first discovered him. Wow. Ooh. That's OG. You're yeah. a, you're a yeah. proper fan. <laughs> yeah. It, um, I was like thinking about it earlier when I was thinking about coming on the show. And I realized that American Outlaws, which is the film where he plays Jesse James. Mm. I'm not going to say it's a good film. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> But it's a memorable film. It's the last film I saw in theaters before 9-11. And I don't know, like, what that means. But I feel like that has to be part of the reason why it's, like, stayed with me for so long. That is so incredibly deep. And I feel like we're really plumbing some interesting and important cultural depths right now. Thanks, Kendra. (laughs) (laughs) What is it about him in American Outlaws that caught your attention? Um, he was like, he was hot. Like that really was what it came down to. Um, <laughs> Simple enough is all like, you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up watching like old Westerns with my dad. So like 
the all of sort of the Clint Eastwood stuff. Um, and so I was kind of into Westerns, uh, but didn't really have one that like made it my own yet. Mm. Um, and so this, I feel like, was kind of just the perfect introduction. They were younger. Um, it was Colin Farrell and Scott Kahn. And then... Gabriel Macht, who plays one of the suits on Suits. Gabe! Good <laughs> yeah. old Gabe! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he looks a lot hotter now. Like, he was not attractive in this movie. I'm just going to, like, put that out there. Um, <laughs> it's important for you to have a line and stick to it. So thank you for that, Kendra. Yeah. <laughs> and so Colin just stuck with me. He's charming. He's, like, really boyish in this movie. Mm. Um, he's romancing Ollie Larder, who, again, not good in this movie. <laughs> but there's just something about the two of them together. Like, they're dancing at barn raisings and robbing trains together. She saves him in the end. It's just like does. a, it's kind of a perfect uh, movie for you to be introduced to when you're 13 and, like, really just, like, first discovering men. <laughs> <laughs> Even as he's matured, he's always, he's, you know, kind of playful, at least in interviews and things like that. And then he picks a lot of characters that have a little bit of a... Um, you know, some humor, a little dark humor to them. Are there any other roles that stand out to you um, that he's played that, you know, kind of speak to that boyishness that he carries with yeah, him? Yeah, I mean, you start, you see that at the beginning of The Beguiled. Obviously, The Beguiled turns bad real quick. <laughs> um, but that is one of the things that I loved about that movie. Um, SWAT is actually another one of my favorite Colin movies. Oh, and these are all yeah. early choices sort of before he sort of made the move to more mature serious actor Mm -hmm. um but SWAT is one of those where he's just playing a cop it's a two-hour sort of we're putting together a team movie Mm -hmm. so again not a good movie but he's just like very playful outgoing he has sort of a little on and off again thing with Michelle Rodriguez's character that I was really intrigued by Mm -hmm. um that one he's just fun and again he's good looking in it and he's shooting big guns which I think again was a thing I was just into when I was in high school (laughs) Do you know what? It's not even just a high school thing. Uh, <laughs> even now, I'm like, oh, an action hero. That'll do. I- I'm a very simple creature. Uh, and every right, so exactly. often, I'm reminded of that. And, <laughs> and when you mentioned The Beguiled, you're talking about the Sofia Coppola movie that came out in 2017. Yes. It takes place during the Civil War. And Colin Farrell plays a wounded Union soldier that's taken in um, to this young woman's finishing school. Right. 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 And it's in Virginia. But his arrival stirs up a lot of feelings in the household. Of I mean, it does. it's it's it gets really uh, interesting in in the in the school. Exactly. Mm. Um, and like that movie, it has a lot of problems. I wrote about them for Marie Claire. Um, but it's a movie that I also, while recognizing those issues, thought was really well done. And part of the reason I felt like it was really well done was because. Say what you will about Sofia Coppola and the white girl problems that she likes to focus on. Mm. She knows how to frame a man. Yes. Um, like, there's... <laughs> yes. Tell, tell us more about framing a man, please, Kendra. There's... It's... I'm sure there's some, like, director secret that she just has. But there is one particular shot where I think he's working in the garden. And they're mm-hmm. outside at the mm-hmm. Lemonade Mansion. And, like, sort of the the, the eaves of the mansion. forest and the weeping willows are draped behind him. And there's just, like some sort of angelic light and glow that is coming off of him that just makes him look so attractive and, like, the light is catching the salt and pepper in his hair so perfectly. And also he's wearing sort of one of those loose Civil War era, like, like homespun tunics. Yeah, <laughs> the rough cotton-hewn <laughs> blouses. Exactly. And, and, like, kind of the droopy suspenders. Yeah. Um, 
And it's just beautiful. And like there are just certain people who there's certain people who are like made to be in period clothing. Mm. Um, he's one of them. Nicole Kidman is another one. And she's like also in that movie. But he just looks so good in yeah. that era. There's he just does. something about it. Yeah. And that um, particular scene where he's in the garden and he's doing some work and stuff like that. First of all, this scene it shows him doing, you know, manual labor, yard mm, work yes. for a, quite a while. A yes. smooth five minutes or so. <laughs> which Shout is out a, to the female gay. Yeah, which is quite yes. a long time. Um, <laughs> and the character Edwina, which is played by Kirsten Dunst, she's watching him from the window. So it's one of those, you know, kind of traditional, ooh, look at them, look, you know, I'm looking at you and you know that I'm looking at you kind of flirtatious things. But there's also... Mm-hmm. A scene, um, I think, that really speaks to the female gaze in The Beguiled that's a little earlier, and it's when his character, Corporal John McBurney, arrives, and he's wounded, and Nicole Kidman's character, Miss Martha, is washing him, and she becomes so flustered, because he's laid out in the bed, he's unconscious, or at least asleep, and she's um, giving him just like a little sponge bath, basically, and she spends all this time on his neck and his chest, and then we look at his chest, wet and dripping. Yes. (laughs) And those, like, the drops of water are just framed so well. Like, they could be water, they could be sweat. You don't know. You just want to lick them off of him. It's like... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I feel so left out because I haven't seen The Beguiled and I feel like I should make an appointment and watch it ASAP. Yes, Yes. you should. (laughs) Come over. We will watch it because it's like she, like Nicole Kidman is um, very gentle across his belly. So we see his belly and then his thighs and she fans herself and has to wipe her brow because it's too much for her, right? Same, Nicole. Same. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's I yes it is very well done uh, because I too had some problems going into watching it um, and there's still problems that exist with it but Colin made them all better yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the other roles that you have enjoyed uh, Colin and you mentioned how he looks good in period uh, dress and he has mm-hmm. done a good amount of period films I'm thinking about when he did Tigerland, which is the first thing I saw him in, by the way, um, where mm-hmm. he plays like a young uh, army recruit who's kind of going in. And it's basically kind of like basic training. Uh, that's whole, That's the whole movie. It's like, you know, it's tough. It's in the mud. It's rainy. And it's lots of yelling men and all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> that was for Vietnam, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, very much like of that time, you know, war is hell, all that jazz. But he was also in um, Ask the Dust. He was in... Uh, what was that other one? Undine. There's he, Heart's War, which is a good one. Yeah, like he's done, he, he does have a very good period face. Um, but at the same time, it's a very good modern face because mm-hmm. as we've all pointed out, it's a deeply attractive face. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how else to kind of put it. It's very plainly, he just looks, he's a handsome man. Um, and I think he has like a, he, there's a there's a there's a twinkle in his eye, which I know mm-hmm. it sounds like a cliche because oh look an Irishman with a twinkle in his eye, but <laughs> but truly he is twinkly as fuck. Like he's just this. He has like a life like a spark to him. It's a twinkle in his eye, and it's also like there's a way that his hair flops over yes. said eyes in certain films that also really does it for me. So it's yes. kind of like the combination of that, and then. He just has the perfectly angular face. Mm. And it's not even that he has, like, particularly amazing cheekbones or anything. There's just something 
about his face that does it for me. Yeah. It's his eyes. It's his eyes. It's those thick-ass mm. eyebrows, Listen. the lashes yes. that go on for days. Yeah. I mean, and his eyes are so soulful. They yeah. like they're like teddy bear eyes. Yeah. I just want to uh. They're like they're like like Maltesers <laughs> or, or 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 like, you know, just that that kind of hard shell like mm-hmm. chocolate sweet. He just I just yes. I don't mean this in the in the usual way, but I just I want to eat his eyes. <laughs> um, they just look incredibly edible. They're just lovely to look at. You know, everything about him, to be fair, is kind of edible. Uh, we do have to talk about uh, something very, very important. Yes. <laughs> I uh, We couldn't let this uh, conversation happen without talking about a very, very pivotal moment in all of our understanding of Colin Farrell's um, allure, as it were. His his charms. (laughs) (laughs) So you wrote a piece in September 2017 about Colin Farrell and about a very specific thing. Please tell us what you were writing about. Yes. um, So I wrote about his sex tape. Ah, 2005. What a time to be alive. (laughs) It was, I mean, it really was. Um, It is an amazing, amazing sex tape. Um, (laughs) And it is... Because of the fact, and I should say, I did not rewatch the sex tape uh, before I wrote about it. Okay. And this is this was for two reasons. One, because I had literally watched it, like, it had to be close to 100 times when it first came out. Wow. Um, and two, because we're in such a different culture with sex tapes now mm-hmm. that trying to go back and find it, despite the fact that I had already watched it, seemed like a strange invasion of privacy, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because he didn't want it released at the time. Uh, right. It was, well, supposedly, as far as we know, it was Nicole Narain, the uh, the girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time, and the woman in the tape who mm-hmm. released it. So I didn't want to go back and, like, re-violate his privacy. Sure. Right. So I wrote this piece kind of from memory um, about this sex tape, which I remember being as kind of super, like, not lo- not necessarily loving, but like affectionate in a way that a lot of celebrity sex tapes aren't, or that just a lot of sex tape and a lot of porn isn't necessarily. Right, yeah. right. Um, he seemed to genuinely enjoy this woman's like attentions and yes. genuinely enjoyed eating her out. <laughs> yes, talk about <laughs> it. Let's let's get into part. it. <laughs> I've had as much as we morally and ethically can't get into yes. talking about this. Right. Yes, I, I. Okay, so that's a very interesting thing. I've had conversations um, about this tape. Like I said, two thousand and five, very different time, very different concept of the idea of consent and mm-hmm. releasing yes. private information and so on and so forth, all that jazz. But I have had conversations with people regarding this particular tape and the last point you made about him enjoying doing what he was doing because <laughs> wow that's, yes. that's that's the full extent of my commentary wow because, well, and for those who don't know we should mention that this is like also revolutionary because nicole narain was black like and she's yes. like real black talk about it she used to and be so, a, like, she was a playboy playmate wasn't she Yes, I believe I think that's true. I don't know if she was while they were dating, but no. she definitely was at some point. But like regardless, it's like he's on screen like and he's also so another hilarious point about this is that he is clearly filming Daredevil at the time. So he's got like the bald head <laughs> and the goatee from his bullseye roll. Yeah. Truly his so least it, attractive look. But go Exactly. On. So it's like Least attractive, and yet still I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, my God, he is, like, going to town. <laughs> and he and says like, he's, I'm like, 
Uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He says he says this line that you titled your piece. Um, yes. Can you uh, tell us about, what that is? <laughs> something about uh, he's going to eat her out for breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. Wow. Yes. I'm going <laughs> like, to talk about enthusiasm and I like mean, enthusiastic consent. It's like not even just breakfast and lunch, dinner too. All right. I guess. All of Colin. It. I mean, that's not a balanced diet, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's balanced enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is just like a series of cackles i i will say that after that tape in particular and just you know him just being with this woman in general i remember just a lot of my friends my female friends who were black just kind of going oh i always knew um and you allude to this you, you, you allude to this in in the piece where you say there's like a sort of list that colin yes. is on mm-hmm. and it has people such as david bowie who used to be married to iman r.i.p david uh, it has Prince Harry, shout out to you, newly engaged to Meghan Markle. Yep. It has Robert De Niro, married to a black woman. And, I, you know, in the words of Paul Mooney, if you see Robert De Niro with a white woman, he's holding her for the police. And uh, <laughs> George Lucas, married to a black woman. Just a little yes. a little kind of a black girl tingle sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you just sort of, you look at them and you're like, and like, we've lost some. Like, we lost <laughs> Michael Fassbender, unfortunately. Well, but, you know, it's like, it, there's a list and you look at these guys and you're like, hmm. I, I see it. I know it. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Congrats. Good job. Yeah. Um, You've upgraded. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, I think I think we've uh, I think we've uh, really covered a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of Colin Farrell's amazing allure. I think there is something about him that is compelling as an actor, which I think is something that. At the time that he kind of broke was this big thing about, oh, he's compelling. He's he's the guy you want to look at. And then you add in all this other stuff. And it's like, oh, you are also quite interesting. You know, he he seems to, like you said, again, he's someone who I think just loves people, but also specifically enjoys the company of women. Yeah. You know, likes them. I think one of the other like one of the other interesting things was he went through the bad boy phase. So, you know, he was drinking, he was doing drugs, all of that stuff for early in his career. Mm. And that caused some issues. Like he went to rehab at one point and he was doing all of this while I was at an age where I was like, oh, that's a thing I want. You know, I want the bad boy. I want Spike from Buffy. (laughs) Oh, my God. We have to talk more, Kendra, because I also want Spike from Buffy. Wow. But so he's going through all of this. And so now, even though he is 10 to 15 years older than me, or I forget how old he is exactly, we matured at the same rate, which I think is like part of the part of the reason why I'm still so attached to him. Because mm. by the time I had added like stable job, like likes kids and like can pay taxes to the list of what I considered sexy, he had gotten to that point in mm-hmm. his life. Mm-hmm. That's Whereas, a really good like, point. He's kind of just like a family man who's really fucking good at his job now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forty-one years old, and you know, eventually you get to grow up. Oh, look at male privilege. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love Colin. Uh, you love Colin. We all love Colin. Uh, thank you so much, Kendra. You have been a delightful and insightful guest talking about Mr. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This was awesome. <laughs> can you tell us where we can find you on the internet? Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Kendra James, and you can find me on Twitter at Kendra James underscore. The underscore is important, or else you get a porn star. Oh. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> 
Yep, didn't realize that when I chose my pseudonym. Um, and so also you can find me writing on Shondaland.com pretty regularly. So you just have to go to my author tab for that. Fantastic. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. This is awesome. <laughs> Bim and I will be right back after the break with more Colin Farrell talk. And we're back. Yes, we are. <laughs> I had so much fun talking to Kendra about Colin. She is incredible. Yeah, she's um, smart. She, yeah. Know, she knows her onions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to keep talking with you, Bim, yes. about Colin. Yeah. Because when we... <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Nicole and I are both uh, very, very serious about our craft here in the Thirst Studios. <laughs> so naturally, when it came to selecting somebody for this week, we went through our long list. Uh, we, all, we also went through um, our short list. And when we got to Colin's name, um, both Nicole and I made eye contact and uttered the most guttural, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly this was a popular choice. Um, We love Colin. Uh, I, in particular, I've had a very long-term crush on Colin for, you know, a substantial amount of years. Mm -hmm. So um, I was very excited to, to to be talking about him because, as we've kind of pointed out in our earlier conversation with Kendra, there is something so compelling about him. A lot of that is down to his eyes mm-hmm. and his eyebrows. Um, I think they are maybe the most expressive part of his whole body. Absolutely. I mean, all my tw- almost all of my tweets about Colin Farrell mm-hmm. reference his eyes and how he does such great eye acting. Yeah. And this, they're just so pure, pretty and beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I just... I get so upset because he doesn't choose great scripts. He doesn't. <laughs> he does not. He does a classic beautiful man thing where he just picks something that's just there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Be more interesting. I mean, he's got more interesting with yeah. age. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because when he first started out, he was kind of, they were trying to make him into an action star, which right. is fine. It's completely fine. In fact, yeah. his first movie was a Joel Schumacher film. Mm-hmm. And I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is what you're going to do forever. And then Colin was like, you thought... And, you know, actually turned out quite an interesting, he's worked with really great directors, he's Mm -hmm. done some really amazing films, but also there is a lot of guff in in those selections. Yeah, Yeah. and I think the first film that really stood out to me about that, you know, he starred in was Phone Booth. Phone Booth. Yeah, he played this guy named Stu who was trapped in a... uh, Classic American name, Stu. (laughs) He was trapped in like the last phone booth in New York City because he was trying to cheat on his wife. And so he would call his... um, the woman he was interested in, which was Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, Yeah. <laughs> he would call her from the phone booth to try to, like, you know, cover his tracks or whatever. Right, right. And there's this mysterious disembodied voice. Yeah. Um, and at one point, the caller, Keith for Sullivan, uh, makes Stu apologize for all the wrong things that he's ever done in his life, in his career, in his personal life, just every single thing that Stu has done wrong. The caller is like, you know... Repent. <laughs> um, <laughs> the caller or the pastor. All right. So I want to play a quick clip from the movie that illustrates um, the scene because I think even though it's about 15 years old now, I think it's very timely. I've never done anything for anybody who, who couldn't do something for me. I string along an eager kid with promises that I'll pay him money. I only keep him around because he looks up to me. Adam, if you're watching, don't be a publicist. You're too good for it. I, uh, I lie in person, and on the phone, I lie to my friends. I lie to newspapers and magazines who, who sell my lies to more and more people. I, uh, I'm just a part of a big cycle of lies. I should be fucking president. Oof. Yeah. 
So you can hear Colin's accent coming in and out. I don't, uh, you know, him bit. trying to do a Bronx well, accent. Well, he's emotional. You know? Like, you're, you're, yeah. your accent slips when you're yes, crying and course. trying to save your life. <laughs> yeah. Talking about your fake watch. <laughs> so this is basically <laughs> what we would call in television a bottle episode because right. he's stuck in this one place the whole time. So the camera's on his face almost the entire movie, yes, right? Yes. And he has this horrible, douchey facial hair thing going on no mustache but like this really strange like (laughs) exaggerated flavor saver beard like i'm so right now i'm so upset with it his hair was kind of longish it was longish. it was flopping about yeah when he was stressed he'd kind of like whip his head around and the hair would follow yeah 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 and so as the movie progressed and he got more stressed and was you know frantic you know he's sweating and his hair's all wet and stuff and i was was like okay i like you (laughs) (laughs) so that was like my first like who is this guy Guy that I need to be paying more attention to. Mm, mm, mm. He's he's got that thing where you. I mean, even if it wasn't a bottle episode of a movie, you would still want to look at him. He's just he's got this really really great face. And mm-hmm. um, one of the movies that I really 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 loved him in, um, <laughs> Daredevil, is a terrible movie. Ooh, bad. And Colin isn't great in it, but no. he's great in it. He's easily the best thing in that ridiculous nonsense movie. You could see that he was just like, I don't want to be here, but this is a fucking check. Big check. And he just, <laughs> you know, he plays bullseye and he is fun and funny and sexy, even with a bald head and that shitty. The, the whole thing was terrible. Mm-hmm. But Colin has so much fun that you're laughing with him. And you think to yourself, wow, everybody involved in Everybody involved in this is obviously very sad and upset that mm-hmm, they're involved in mm-hmm. this. But Colin is having a whale of a time. Look at this dude go. Like, he's having so much. He's like a little boy. He's having fun. He's throwing fucking, you know, weapons and whatever. He's giggling. He's cackling. I'm like, yeah, Colin, you might as well have fun in this shitty movie because no one else is. So God bless Colin for that movie. But I really loved watching him in that. I thought he was so watchable and so good. Also, I even love him in the silly little things that he does. You yeah. know, the Miami Vice. Do you remember that? Yes. And, uh, I mean, what a remake. <laughs> again, watched it only because of him. Same. Hard and, same. And again, you can see he did not want to be there. I mean, didn't he? I don't know, I don't, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's a bad movie. It's yeah. a bad movie. And Colin is, again, okay and good in it. But also, it's kind of like, why Why do you say yes to terrible things, Colin? Um, I think he's a very, very, uh, obviously a very good actor. But yeah. yes, you're right. He should be picking far better films. Uh, we want to step back a little bit further into his career. But in Tigerland, which was his big break, I was looking. I haven't seen the film, but I was no, not yet. But I was looking, obviously, during doing research, of course. (laughs) And I am so struck by how much he looks like a baby Keanu. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know he's topless a lot in this because mm, you know he's a soldier. Right. So sure. Yeah, I'm gonna all have soldiers to... are topless. <laughs> yeah, but he there are places actually because his hair is very short. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in this obviously because it's the army mm-hmm. and it's Vietnam. But you're completely right. They both have that kind of soft woodland creature vibe. Yes. You know, like you yeah. want to feed them something from your hand. Yeah. That's exactly. You, that's actually spot on. He is like a baby Keanu. Mm-hmm. They both have this kind of like kind of rounded no sharp edges just yet yeah just kind of like on the cusp of becoming something big yeah right and you can see it so clearly and and that's the other thing as well like he has something that is star quality Mm -hmm. he just has this it factor to him um we also mentioned with Kendra how much Colin appears to love women Mm. and enjoy them (laughs) I don't know I don't even mean like sexually right though again the evidence suggests he does that too but i mean like he's someone who's (laughs) he's someone who seems to like 
women uh, and not in that kind of skeezy way of kind of skeevy way but just someone who's kind of like oh here's a human being with valuable insights and a brain yes you know yes. and so i will spend some time and have fun but there was one interview in particular that he did uh back in i think 2008 so it's like Ooh, a long time yeah. ago he was very young his hair was long and you know he was kind of like riding that bad boy wave a little mm -hmm. bit post sex tape and he apparently had asked out Dame Eileen Atkins. Now, if you're British, you probably know who Dame Eileen is. But back then, I mean, she's, she's basically an amazing actor. Uh, we love her very deeply in the UK. Well, I do. Um, and she, at the time of this interview, she was 69 years old. Colin was not 69 years old. Anyway, he apparently had seen her and basically cracked on. He, he tried to <laughs> he tried to get in there. And this is the amazing, this is like, I want you also just kind of listen to it. Listen to this exchange between Colin Farrell and Jonathan Ross, who is uh, a, a TV presenter and an interviewer. And he interviewed Colin on his sofa back in 2008. This is it. She was great. I saw her a while ago. Then she was playing. She was doing um, uh, Doubt. She was in Doubt, the play in, in, a, in New York. And I sent her some flowers and saw her afterwards and said, you know, our time will come, unfinished business. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you to speak to us about all this, because I know this is... You know, I know she was on, and she, but, you know, there's she's, no hiding now. She's... No, no, but she, she knows, she told me that she, she checked with you first, it was OK to talk about it. And Bullshit. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I wanted to kill her when I heard first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, I'm only joking. Dame, honey. Dame, honey. He is... Wow. OK, and so our listeners can't see but we'll put the link um on, on our, our tumblr, tumblr. So, yes we will but his hair is this <sighs> very straight like <laughs> late eight late aughts uh hairstyle it's Ooh. very straight and he's got these like honey brown highlights kind of highlight because situation. his hair is naturally dark it's, uh, he's, yeah, a, it he's is. a brunette yeah. um so that his hair is highlighted blonde honey kind of whatever and it's just not a look I've, i don't think i've ever seen him with his hair that long or that straight before ah <sighs> nicole so that was very moving for me watching him because he's playing with his hair. He's bringing he his is. fingers through it. And, and he's wearing like rings. And I normally don't like jewelry on a man. Mm -hmm. But listen, wear some rings, Colin. Do you? He, Yeah, that 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 was a lot for me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that clip, I remember thinking to myself, fucking hell, mate. Like, I just, I was so wildly attracted to him in that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and watching him, he's so self-deprecating and he's funny and he's, you know, he's laughing at himself yeah. and he's kind of, but again, repeating. You could tell that if Dame Eileen came back and was like, all right, Colin, he'd be like, all right, let's go. Yes. Like, he clearly fancied her. That was the thing. Like, it wasn't some weird kind of fetish thing. It wasn't kind of like, it's not even like a compulsion. He looked at her. He thought, God, you know, he talks yeah. about her wit, her this, yeah. her that. That's like the first thing he mentions is her intelligence. Right. And then, you know, he half jokes, you know, the one that got away and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. oh, my ego and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, mate, I don't know if they can make another one of you, but have them make another one of you and deliver them to my house. Because I just, <laughs> I just, I love him so much for all these things. But also that particular, that little moment in that interview just made me kind of think, wow, what a... What a guy. I'm just yeah. I, I just want to know more about you, you know? Yeah. Um as we talked about just hearing him be sweet to women is just something. And then to have that Irish accent with it is also very yeah. moving. It's potent. Yeah. So I found um I want to play a little clip from the beguiled. Um his character's in bed recuperating from the wounds and all this stuff. And one of the young women in um in the finishing school so a young girl she looks like she's maybe 10 and her name is miss amy so she's checking on him and stuff and she's being really sweet to him and um you know she's about to leave and he is like oh, okay goodbye 
But he says something, and I'm like, I want you to say that to me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play it. Okay. I better go. Miss Martha's coming to fix your bandages. All right, then. Thank you, darling. <laughs> I need that in my life. Wow. Somebody uh, somebody, come change this chair. Oof. Anyway, um, so, Colin. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a quick little thing, but uh-huh. that darling. Yeah. I can't. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot provide it. Stop looking at me like that. Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, you know, also, you know, he's just laid in bed and helpless. And that does a lot for me, too. Yeah, I think you, you very much enjoy uh, prone men. Um, I do. <laughs> I just think that it's very easy to go down a, you know, fetishized Irish accent road. Mm-hmm. And I try my best not to. Uh, as somebody who has, especially living in America now, mm-hmm. I have a, 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 you know, people often will kind of do a double take when I begin speaking. Like, mm-hmm. oh, where's your accent from? And mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh. And I roll my eyes, um, obviously, and et cetera. Having said all that, I think what it is with Colin is not just the accent, mm-hmm. but it's also the the timbre of his voice. Okay. So it's a deep voice. It is a it's it always sounds jocular. It always sounds kind of like he's engaged. You know, it, it sounds interested, and he does that really, really well. And it's charming, but again, rarely sleazy. Which I personally like. That's a line that I think more men should be trying to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and too often they just go straight for sleaze and Colin is like, no, 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 no. Finesse it. <laughs> and I appreciate that because it's, yeah, it works. Yeah. It really lands. So at 41, Colin is kind of, I think, entering a new phase of his career. We kind of mentioned this. He started up as kind of like action man, doing lots of kind of Schumacher kind of, mm-hmm. you know, big blockbuster or mm-hmm. at least hoped for blockbusters. Right. And then he kind of moved into like a slightly weird, uh, I'm going to do all the indies. Yeah. Uh, some of them good, some of them not good. But mm-hmm. hey, a chance to work with Terrence Malick and so on. And now he's kind of settling into, you know, he's got a couple of kids. He's, you know, a man doing, yeah, yeah. you know, family dude doing mm-hmm. stuff. And so, of course, he appeared in the Harry Potter movie mm. or from the Harry Potter universe, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm-hmm. So Colin plays a character who is kind of shadowy in this movie. So you don't really see a lot of him. And when you do, it's kind of, you know, behind lots of, you know, lots of kind of... Um, What's the word? Dramatic coat swirls. Oh, okay. You know, that sort of thing. In this, where he's wearing these sharp suits Mm -hmm. and his face is just wicked looking. Mm -hmm. Jesus. I just... I wanted to climb in there and become a fantastic beast myself. Interesting. Yeah, I did not expect that. Yeah, I have no connection to Harry Potter's world or anything like that. And I honestly didn't even know he was in that film. Mm. Uh, So now maybe I, if there's a way, if somebody has on YouTube where it's just Colin parts, I would watch that. He's done Harry Potter and Mm -hmm. will keep doing these Harry Potter movies, I assume. Um, But he's also doing uh, a new movie uh, by Tim Burton. They are remaking Dumbo. Mm, Interesting. I mean, on the one hand, leave these classics alone. Right. On the other hand, sure, why not? (laughs) Go for it. Yeah. So they're making a live action remake of Dumbo. And I think that's actually a really handy uh, kind of metaphor for Colin at this point where, you know, he's had like the award bait stuff. Mm -hmm. He's had like the thinky indies. Mm -hmm. He's done his action beginnings. Right. And now he's settling into Family Man. Kind of like, I'm going to do the occasional movie that my kids can see me in. Yes. 
And I think that's so sweet. I think so too. I mean, that's what a lot of stars do, of right? Course. A lot of actors do. Yeah. They end up, you know, I want my children to see what I do for a living. Right. And so they don't, you know, they stop with the yeah. frontal nudity or whatever. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, daddy bashing a man's head in. Look. Right. But, you know, it's it'll be really interesting to see how that how that plays out. Yeah, I'm interested to see him. All I know is this. There are so many movies that I have dismissed. And then I have looked at the cast list and I have seen Colin. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's worth a look. When he gives a good performance in a shit project, uh-huh. it's like that's what makes it worth it. Yeah, for me as a viewer. What a metaphor for thirst in general. <laughs> Men are terrible, except sometimes when they're not. Right, when and they're pretty. When they're pretty. When they fulfill a a a promise. Just don't add shit to my life, and that's what Colin does. Colin's like, all right, fine. I guess I'll be talented and hot. Right. All right. Here's the little gold sprinkle on his pile of poo. <laughs> There you have it, Colin Farrell, a gold sprinkle in a pile of poo. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for fanfic wars. <laughs> okay, Nicole, I'm very excited because I know how much you love Colin. Yeah, I like him a lot. I- <laughs> Your voice is so soft right now. Oh my god, you sound like someone talking about their long-term boyfriend. I like him a lot. Uh, yeah. Colin's great. I love Colin. He's so dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing vocal fright. Okay, I'm ready to hear your travel about Colin. Will I? Do I need to hold on to my hat again? Because I don't know. After last week, man, I just feel like you always come here, you bring like fire, and I'm just kind of like, oh shit, man. No, 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 no. This one's pretty sweet. I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't read it, so I'm excited to hear what you're gonna say. Uh, I have to apologize in advance if I end up swearing at Nicole. It's only because her her, her fucking fanfic is so great. No. Don't put the pressure on me. No, okay. there's always pressure. Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. All right. It's a Sunday with no plans, so I offer to give Colin a facial. <laughs> after he makes a dirty joke, I show him my good cleansing wash and tell him to meet me in the sunroom after he's patted his skin dry. When he joins me, I make him sit on the floor between my legs and lean his head back. He makes another crack about being in his favorite place, oh and I God. thump him against his forehead to get him to behave. <laughs> I scrunch his nose to do oil extractions, and he tries to bite my fingers when I push too hard. He makes me giggle in the silliest ways. I smooth a mask over his face, and he demands kisses as appreciation of his patience. He rinses the mask off and returns, dropping a quick kiss to my thigh, and I work serums and moisturizers into his skin while he has his eyes closed. His lashes remain the longest and thickest I've ever seen. I trace his thick, beautiful brows, and maybe I am too gentle, a signal that the facial is turning into something more, because he opens those magnetic eyes, and I can feel myself swirling in the dark brown delights they offer me. He shifts and pulls me into his lap, my body wrapping around his torso, my arms curling around his neck. Now this, he says, his mouth a whisper against mine, this is my favorite place on earth. See, that was sweet. Shut up! <laughs> I love how almost every single one of your travels is always kind of like he laughed and sat between my legs. I'm like, is it Nicole? That's the only place I, I feel know. Like that is just men's purpose in my life. Just be between my legs. <laughs> wow! I have really revealed. 
reveal too much of myself. You think? Uh, across the episodes of Thirst Eight Kit. Listen, <laughs> say it with your chest. If you can't say it on your own podcast, where the hell can you? Um, true enough. Can true you go enough. to Bella Noche or not? <laughs> where can you go? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. My face Nicole. is hot. No, it's fine. Yeah. My face is also hot. I wasn't even in the sunroom. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. God. Well, let's hear. Your travel, <laughs> Bim. My travel contains no facial, no joke, which, by the way, I appreciated him snorting at facial because mm-hmm. I also laughed at facial. <laughs> so Colin and I are very much well matched. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Let's 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 go into mine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also at home. Okay. Because we've established. Yes. I like you my like domestic love. I like <laughs> a domestic attention. I do love domestic attention. Yeah. Do some fucking laundry. Okay. <laughs> Colin stands in front of the mirror. Thick eyebrows, dancing as he contorts his features to showcase his thoughts about the suit he's wearing. The eyebrows eventually settle, sloping downwards in the universal symbol of, hmm. I don't know, he drags out. From behind him, I pipe up. Well, I do. I smooth the fabric on his back for no reason. It's perfectly wrinkle-free, of course. And I let my hand absorb the warmth of his skin as it seeps through the fabric. Mm. I think you look very handsome, I say. Like, like, I trail off, widening my eyes and letting my eyebrows do some waggling of their own. He laughs out loud and half turns to me, a grin splitting his face. Yeah? He asks. Yeah, I say emphatically. (laughs) This, this is the one. Okay then, he says in a low voice, before turning fully and kissing my hand. Why don't you come help me take it off? A little Colin at home, you know. <sighs> yeah, you I saw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you want me to get you a fucking cigarette? <sighs> okay, I need a shot. <laughs> all right. Okay, Bim. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all drabbles. Those were two original pieces of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And now it's your turn. You get to vote on on your fave. To be honest, I'm, you know, we it's called Fanfic Wars. It is a war, but is it? Right. No, it's not. We love one another. We love each other's drabbles. That sounds so euphemistic. Um, (laughs) I love your drabble and yours. Um, No, no, no. I love my drabble and I love yours. No, 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 no. All all jokes aside, please vote for your favorite. Will it be Colin in a suit in front of a mirror or Colin in a sunroom? (laughs) Yes, thank you. With a facial mask on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. We'll put up the poll on Twitter and we're at Thirst Aid Kit on Twitter. So just go find us. So you can also do something uh, for us, which is send us your own drabbles about Colin, preferably, but also about other people that you're fancying. Um, it's uh, incredibly lovely to receive all of your emails. People are thirsty out there and they are putting pen to paper or finger to keyboard and they are typing out just absolute reams, reams of filth um, and love and cute affection and all the other stuff. So yes, send us your drabbles, please. Nothing too long, but send that to thirstaykit at buzzfeed.com and we will read and we may share it on both our Tumblr and even excerpts of it on air. So please, 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 please send us your drabbles. Thank you. Now let's move on to another one of our favorites, Thirst Sommelier. Yes. And that is where we take um, voicemails from our listeners who are looking to expand their thirst palette. Like maybe they've had a long-standing crush that became problematic and they need to move on. Or maybe just fell out of, you know, 
favor just because people grow older and mature, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe you just want more of the same person. Preach. Right? <laughs> so you call us and you leave us a message and we can find a couple of options for you. Yeah, yeah, alternatives so that in a pinch you're not left without. You know, it's about it's all about saving up for a rainy day. Uh, and today, Nicole, we have a, uh, a voicemail that was left by mm-hmm. a listener. And let's find out who they fancy and how we can help them. Hello, Ben and Nicole. This is Mary. Um, my uh, pick for the, your uh, first familiar session is uh, Adrian Brody. It's not so much the, the nose that attracts me about him as his whole bone structure. And this goes for his face as well as his hands. Also, um, like John Cho in, in the most recent episode, uh, looks great in a suit, looks great in a leather jacket, um, artistic, uh, kind of guy that you could see, you know, in Cannes on the block in New York. Uh, so hoping you can help me out with that. Appreciate it. Love you. Bye. Okay, so that was a delicious and charming <laughs> uh, voicemail. And listening to it, I was grinning because I was like, ah, oh, Adrian Brody. I recall the the, 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 the the hot, bright crush light that I once... I once held in my chest cavity for Adrian. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a striking dude. And that is why I'm very excited to tell you, Mary, that I have a couple of uh, suggestions for you. If you're feeling that Adrian Brody vibe of someone who is striking and has like a, you know, that presence, might I suggest uh, the French actor Vincent Cassell. Mm. Yeah, Vincent looks like he might could murder you. But, oh but, 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 in the words of, <laughs> in the words of Mallory Ortberg, murder you with sex. <laughs> I just think he is wildly attractive. He has these intense eyes, like this strong brow, much like Adrian. Uh, he has like these fantastic hollows in his cheeks when he's, you know, doing stuff with intent. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really like Vincent's face. Uh, also, he's French. So, you know, that's nice. So I love Vincent Cassell. My second option for you is an American actor uh, by the name of Bobby Cannavale. Mm. You mentioned <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> oh wow, Nicole! You have I'm a... sorry. You have a reaction. I love it. I had to go full auntie on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby is six foot two. We're all God's children, all delightful. But if you're looking for that height thing that Adrian has, have a look at Bobby. Striking, looks great in a leather jacket. FYI, which is another one of your requirements. And you know he's cute, he's personable, he has a stupendously deep and attractive voice. You know, he has everything. I'm just, I'm a little bit short on words. I'm just, I'm looking at a photo of him right now and I'm just, <laughs> I'm full up. So those are my, those are my big two. Vincent Cassell, the French actor, and Bobby Cannavale, who is very beautiful. I mean, I even have a third one if you want to go there, but I'll let Nicole kind of uh, tell us who she's brought to the table for you, Mary. My suggestion is yes. an actor who may not be very well known, mm-hmm. but... His name is David Pasquese. Mm. He plays um, in the TV show Veep on HBO. His character is the ex-husband of the main character, Selena Myers, which is played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And he is tall, slim, striking. His character is like a parody of Anthony Weiner and all the political and scandalous scandalous <sighs> stuff that he's done. But Anthony. David Pasquese. 
so cute, so smooth and debonair. <laughs> you know, I don't know how tall he is, but, you know, he's got that slim cut body that, you know, a suit is supposed to hang on just so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like him intensely. I, I can tell. <laughs> you are enunciating. <laughs> and that's how I know. <laughs> so, Mary, if you could look Look him up, David mm. Pasquesi, P-A-S-Q-U-E-S-I. Yep. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, hopefully that has helped you, Mary. But if you also are in the same boat as Mary and are looking for that extra thing to put into your basket of crushes, well, let us help you. Will you please give us a ring? Leave us a voicemail. Um, the number to call us on and leave a message is 765-884-4778. That's 7658 First, leave us a message, 20, 30 seconds. Tell us who you lost for and we'll give you someone else a lost for. And if you're any of our um, international listeners, you can feel free to send us a voice memo. Just record something really quick on your phone and email that to us at thirstaidkit at buzzfeed.com. Thirstaid Kit is produced by Eleanor Kagan, Julia Furlan, and Agaranesh Ashagre, with additional editing by Meg Kramer. Our music is by Tanya Morgan, and you can find Nicole and I on Twitter at TN Woman, that's whiskey with an E, and Bimadew, that's B-I-M-A-D-E-W. Uh, and remember, you can also follow the show on Twitter, we're at Thirstaid Kit, and you can also find us on Tumblr at thirstaidkitpodcast.tumblr.com. We love how you love us, so we're asking a huge favor. If you like what you heard, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and a five-star rating of the show. <laughs> It'll help other people find us and love on us, too. We'd also love to hear what thirsty thoughts have emerged after listening to this episode, so please email us at thirstaidkit at buzzfeed.com. Keep your sippy cups close and your thirst objects closer. Stay tuned and we'll be back soon. <laughs>